Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here we go Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? This is an emergency podcast. This podcast has been called by Mr Sam Delaney, and I will hand it over to you, Sam, to explain why. Well, Andy, it came to my attention a number of days ago that there may have been mice operating in my oh, reef. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not <laughs> Obviously, good. I was tremendously excited by this news. <laughs> I, I held back from telling you because I wanted to be sure, right? But did, we hadn't seen you, a mouse in, in action, but we'd did, seen some mouse evidence. Did you have designs on creating some kind of shrinking machine and joining them and gallivanting with them in their little mouse kingdom? I thought it'd be a magical Christmas story. Funny, isn't it, that you'd somehow associate mice with Christmas? I mean, they're not the yeah. main Christmas animal that no, would be not, reindeer, but you do think of mice, don't you? Why? Why do we think of mice at Christmas? Well, for instance, they say in that poem it goes, "Twas the night before Christmas." And then it says something, something, something was as quiet as a mouse. So ah, straight yeah, away you're the, thinking mice. Not an actual mouse though, just a, a metaphor. Or yeah, a simile, but also you like. when you think of, because Christmas, you think of Victorian Dickensian times mostly, don't you? That or the 80s. Mm. Mm. That's what so, I think yeah. of. Yeah. You either think of, there's two eras. You either think of the Dickensian era or the Thatcher era. Those are the yeah. two figures that loom large over... <laughs> Christmas, yeah, I guess, I guess so, yeah. And um, where's this going? Uh, well, I'm just trying to work out where the mice connection to Christmas is, but you, you just sort of think when you think of Dickensian times, like Muppet Christmas Carol, for instance, it's a yeah. lot of m- m- mice in that. Um, yeah, I guess so. just you often you think of do you think of mice dressed up in in sort of Santa Claus type outfits sometimes? Well, there's, there's Mickey Mouse once upon a Christmas and twice upon a Christmas. They're good. Yeah, he's a mouse, I, I guess. Hey, just as a, as a, a little aside, I was I saw a trailer for that repair shop thing, which I've never actually properly watched. Oh my god, brilliant! Uh, do, do, is, it's fucking Bagpuss. They've just made Bagpuss into yeah, a grown-up TV show. They've nicked the idea show. from Bagpuss, but they put humans in it. Yeah, I mean Bagpuss has got mice in it. If if the repair shop had mice in it as well, I'd be I'd be quite happy. But uh, anyway. I'm sure it that doesn't have a yaffle figure, although I haven't watched it close enough. Someone <laughs> might tell us there is a yaffle. I tell you who I reckon, and this is something we should do in the new year, is the greatest ever Lampards in history. And <laughs> I tell you, I've been I've been watching the... Um, well, I tell you who the I think the biggest Lampard in all of movie history is fucking C-3PO, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've we, said this before, though, I'm sure. 
we've been watching we've been watching the fucking films in order right that's our christmas thing especially now there's tier four and you know you're not going to do fuck all else we got we've we've expanded the uh film watching schedule and so we we've watched um them them like in order so starting with the prequels so i'm not even into the bit where he hits his stride which is in the original trilogy but even in the prequels is the biggest fucking Lampard ever. And what's good is, is that R2-D2 is very dis and that. Yeah, yeah. So it just plays into the theory that we have about the human race, is that we are but, kind of divided between those yeah. two tribes. But I think as well as someone pointed out, one or two people have pointed out on our Twitter feed recently, most sitcoms are Lampard versus dis and that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. It was very astute yeah, observation. it was. It was. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we'll do that in the new year. We'll do a Lampard countdown to get your nominations in now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, 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 we'd see. We knew that there was a, a mouse who was a, um, a mouse or a mice, a whole unit of mice mm-hmm. um, active, yeah. active in our in our rig. The evidence was in the the classic mate cupboard under the sink, mm-hmm. cupboard under what the sink there? where you Drop-ins. keep droppings, mate, and mm-hmm. also I don't know. Um, it's the guy, you know, our mate who has sent us, he, uh, he's, he's a strange businessman who owns, he's, I mean, he's, he's a nice guy, I'm not saying he's strange, but it's a strange combination of he owns a sort of high-class coffee company, yes, but also a high-class pet food and accessory company. Pet, pet treats, yeah. yeah. So the, the pet treats company is called Not In The Doghouse. Now, recently mm. he sent me another care package for Nelson, you missed mm. out on this because you missed the email in which well, he offered yeah, to both of us, right? And um, there was Christmassy treats in there. And I can recommend okay. them. Like, you know, like Nelson very rarely will eat anything that he's not used to because he's such a twat. He like, mm. he's like, Oscar. yeah. He's just sort of like, that's not my usual thing. What the fuck are you giving me that for? I don't mm. want it, right? But he did. It was like there was a Christmas dinner one and shit like that. Anyway, we I don't know why, but they've been kept under the sink in those foil sachets. Right, and, yeah. And we... Uh, yeah, and but that's what you'd think, but no, because there were nibbles. There was, At first, there was just a couple of things that looked like drop-ins, and there was a couple of nibbles. And we were like, mm, maybe Nelson's got in there, and you sort of ignore the drop-ins, because I don't know if you... I mean, mouse drop-ins are something that I am now all too familiar with, but yep. until a week ago... I had no knowledge of them. But what I would say is, and I know when I say things like this on the podcast, so many people will get in touch with their own fucking mouse-dropping advice. Don't. I've had enough. (laughs) You've called in an expert. That's why we're here today. Exactly. I've got a fucking expert, and he actually is the main point of this podcast. It's not the mice or anything else. It's the fucking dude who came round to fix the mice, right? But I have had enough of it, right? Thanks, Thanks and all that, but... I've got an I've got a pro working for me now. I've put him on a six month retainer, lads. Good. Right, mm-hmm. so I don't need any DIY advice anymore. Um, but now now that I am f- f- far too familiar with mouse droppings, I will tell you this: mouse droppings are exactly as you would imagine mouse droppings to look. They're teeny weeny weeny turds. Mm-hmm. Simple as they that. Are. And I've, there's fucking I've, loads of them. I've had most situations myself in the past. I'm very familiar with them. Well, of they, course, because we know remember they the mouse. They don't even and... try. 
Bradbury. They don't even try. They don't even try to disguise the fact that they're there. Do you nah. know what I mean? They, nah. they don't even think, I'll, I'll hold this shit in till I'm somewhere else. <laughs> till so I'm that home. I won't get... Yeah, so I won't get discovered. <laughs> they're just like, I'm just going to shit here. What are you going to do about it? I cunt? just keep shitting. I think that they shit all around where they've been eating. So the way that their metabolism works is extraordinary. They eat, and as soon as they eat, they're shitting it out the they're other end. straight out. And unless presumably some of the nutrients they, get stuck on the way. I don't know. Unless they need to make space to eat the stuff they're about to eat, so they just oh, shit some me. stuff I've out. Ju- I've, I've, I've just had my lunch, but this is too good an opportunity to pass up. What I'll do is I'll shit out my lunch, because that was disgusting anyway. It was just some fucking crap I found out in the sewers. And I'll uh, and I'll make a bit of room for this cat Christmas dinner. In my guts. <laughs> By God, these cats live well. Not like us. <laughs> a Christmas dinner for a cat. Unbelievable. <laughs> In a foil sachet, if you don't mind. Not a fucking tin. A foil sachet. <laughs> so they... Um, so... So all the shit was there. And anyway, a couple of days ago, I went up the uh, local mm. hardware shop and the man there is so grumpy, like it's well known. It's like a, um, it's an independent. It's not like a home base or even a Robert Sounds Dyer. Fucking great, yeah. An it is great. Hardware shop run by a miserable cunt. Sounds yes. brilliant. It's really, it's like something proper from the olden times, right? Yeah. It's like when I used to go and visit my grandma in it. She lived out. My scouse nan lived in Hertfordshire, and mm. she in a place called Chorley Wood, which is sort of quite villagey. And their high street was just full of those kind of shops where everything was a little yeah. independent. There was no fucking yeah. brand shops at all. And it's a bit like that. But the guy is famously <clears throat> real grumpy. Fantastic. But I hadn't been in there for a while. I said, I'm going out to get some mouse traps and that. And my good wife said, "What? but what are you going to get to combat these mice? And I said, I'll just go and see what they've got. They're bound to have loads of shit. It's only a small shop, but it's one of those shops that's small, but it's got loads packed in. Everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Aladdin's cave. Yeah. Like <laughs> stacked high, so he has to sometimes get out a little, you know, step ladder or a, or a grabber to get things off yeah. the top shelf, right? Yeah. So I went in. She went, "Be careful! Don't don't <clears throat> ask him. Be careful of Mister Grumpy because you know that he'll have the ump if you ask him too much advice." <laughs> I said, "Don't worry about that. I've done some research. Yeah, get you with his grabber. He'll grab you on the balls with it." <laughs> <laughs> Sure enough, I hadn't been in there for like maybe a couple of years. I went in there, sure enough, nothing's changed. He's out back, right, Mm. watching his little telly and having a cup of tea. So you can see him beyond the counter out back. And he barely looks up as if to say, what do you want, cunt? Because the door rings when you go in. And he looks so (laughs) fucked off that you've broken his piece. He's like back there watching a snooker or something. And he's just like, oh, what do you want, you cunt? So I thought, I'm not going to fucking play your game, mate. I'm not even going to say hello. Because if I say hello, it'll make it worse. So I'm just going to walk in and I'm going to have a look around your fucking mice section. Mm. So I'm looking around for the mice section and eventually he can't fucking bear it anymore. He goes, he goes, what do you want? And I go, ah. oh, I've got a mouse problem. A what problem? He's like this. A what problem? That's what I fucking, what, where do you start the problems you've got, dickhead? Right. And I go, mouse <laughs> problem. He goes, they're at the end. So I go, oh yeah, here we go. And I go, right. And he goes, that's the trap, and that's and there, there's something else. There's bait, there's traps, there, and there's the old-fashioned proper Tom and Jerry ones, which are great. I bought a load of those because they're just aesthetically pleasing, mate. They're so old school. 
not ethical as such. But no, they look but they fantastic. look great. You can't believe there's still something <coughs> so old-fashioned in existence. They make a brilliant noise. <laughs> yeah, and there's no branding on them. All there is is an old-fashioned mm. price sticker that he's stuck on. Yeah. They're like it's a quid just, each or something. Yeah, wood just, and springs. And, it's just wood, wood and yeah. spring and wire. That's it, mate. It's all you fucking need. And there's got exactly. no one... You know, Steve Jobs hasn't got his, you know, sort of patent on it or anything like that. So I bought a load of those and some bait. And then I he lulled me in because he came over and started telling me what it was. He lulled me in. And I made the mistake I promised myself I wouldn't make of going, so what What do you recommend? You've got a lot of stuff here. What's most mm. effective? And he went, what? And I went, what What do you <laughs> think is the best? And he just went, I don't know. It's up to you, mate. Depends. <laughs> and then water. off. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking done me. He's, Power player. He's fucking done me there because I've walked in. He's looked up from his rig out back and thought, oh, trying to be a clever cunt, not asking me for help. We'll see about that. So he's gone yeah. out and offered help. And then I've just been fooled by it immediately. and thought, yeah. maybe he's changed his ways. Maybe now he's had an epiphany since the last time I came in it and he really wants to be helpful. And then you know he's what just he's fucking done? done you know what he's done? He's got you what? in a psychological fucking mousetrap, Sam. Yeah, he has. Bang, yeah. snap. Got you, you're yeah. dead. I offered you yeah. the cheese, you nibbled you it, it, and now you're a dead man. Look at you. You're a pathetic, squirming mouse in my trap. <laughs> so I came back oh, with quite God. a lot of shit, including the stuff that you're supposed... Because you're supposed to block the access points, aren't you? You'll know this, but the yeah. key thing is not just exterminating the active mice, but blocking mm. off their access points. I use that, that squirty expanding form stuff. That's for the smaller use. holes, and for the larger holes, wire wool. So okay. I bought all this shit. I love it, I just it, used I bought... loads of expanding form for the larger I, holes, because well, I enjoyed I'm, I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to be asking people for ideas of what to do with the expanding foam that I bought, because now, since I've got the pro, my old mate Bobby Mayer, um, star co-star of the much-lamented Sam Delaney's news thing. You know Bobby, yeah. right? Yeah, he got in touch because he saw me mention it, I think, on Twitter or something. And he goes, mate, he said, trust me, I've had the same problem. Get a pro in. He goes, because if not, mm. they'll keep coming back. So he gave me the number of a pro. But the pro, there was two problems that the well, Bobby Mayer's recommendation. One was... Um, when I looked on his website, I said to my good wife, look at this bloke. Bobby Mayer swears by him. He says he's brilliant. This is his website. And she didn't like it because he had one of those little electric cars, the tiny little ones. But he had it all branded up. And it was called something like Pest Be Gone, right? <laughs> and and it had, and it was all branded. And it had pictures of all the different pests that he combats, all stuck yeah. all over his car. So there was a big rat. There was a cockroach. There was <laughs> a wasp. Something else, and she went. We don't want that parking up outside. Yeah, <laughs> and I said, true. Yeah. She went. It's like an ad to the rest of the street. This house is talk. dirty. Yeah. yeah, these people have no <laughs> self-respect. I mean, I've already got the beeping Timmy image to fucking well, contend with down exactly. this road without, yeah. without it also spreading. He's also unhygienic, and <laughs> as well, the fella down the road, the rail man in the street. Who christened beeping Timmy? He's going to think you can't sort your mouse problem out yourself. You've got to call yeah. someone in. Oh, so mate! Beeping Timmy's like, reputation just, descends even next further. Next time he looks at me in the street, I go, "Hi, mate!" And he just looks and just does a slow Jesus. shake of the head, fucking side to side. No. Fucking yeah. hell, mate! What next? You're going to fucking pay a nurse to come around and wipe your ass for you as well? 
Can't kill a Meals fucking mouse. Can't kill a mouse. Look at yourself. <laughs> Meals on wheels next, is it? You cunt. <laughs> Beeping Timmy. <laughs> Beeping Timmy's mouse catcher. Oh, you peep into me's mouse catcher, are you? <laughs> Professional mouse catcher. <laughs> Where's Beeping Timmy? Stood on a chair in the middle of his rig, screaming, <laughs> holding his petticoats up. Anyway. So in the end, so, so and anyway, plus that guy with the fucking branded um, uh, vermin wagon couldn't come mm. round, so... Uh, anyway, I found this other guy on Google. They said they were coming round in the afternoon. I wasn't sure if it sounded legit. My missus kept saying, are they, are they coming? Are they coming? And I thought, I don't know, you Google this shit. And I have no idea. Because I, I started to think, what do you need to set yourself up as pest control? When you Google pest control London, there's fucking 101 different services come up on Google. But I thought, what do yeah. you actually need to set yourself up like that? There's some guys who, who are ex, advertise themselves as being ex-military, right? Wow. And I thought, fucking hell. This like, kind of guys... job needs needs a military mind. Yeah, That's like, what they'll be saying, isn't it? I have done two tours of Afghanistan and gone toe-to-toe <laughs> with the Taliban. <laughs> your, your fucking wasp infestation in the attic is going to be fu- <laughs> a piece of fucking piss. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to open fire with an AK-47. What I'm saying is, this is psychological. <laughs> That's how you win wars like this. I've done... Four tours of Northern Ireland at the height of the Troubles. <laughs> I've done things that I am not proud of, and I have seen things that oh. I cannot unsee. Now I will come and exterminate the mice under your sink. <laughs> <laughs> I will place landmines in your garden. <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> I, am, I am well versed in fitting people up also. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Libyan embassy siege of 1981? That is how I will enter your premises. I should have called my best friend Chris Ryan. You should have, yeah. Chris. Oh, sorry, I mean Colin. That's your real name. <laughs> Colin, it's me, Sam. It's Timmy here. It's Peeping Timmy. All right, Sam, what do you want? Is it about the podcast? No, not on this occasion. It's, it's, it's only that I have a wild animal in my home. It's a All personal right. matter. What sort, what sort of wild animal? It's a mouse, but there may be more than one of him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? Can't you come down with some of your equipment? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. So, so. The, so the geezer, but he t- I thought, fucking hell. But the longer the afternoon stretched on, the more I thought, mm. this cunt's not turning up. This whole thing's a fucking scam. Right, and and then I sort of had a picture of him. I said, when he do- I thought when he does turn up, he's gonna just be some fucking chancer. Do you know what mm. I mean? He'll turn up mm. with a couple of mouse traps he's just picked up from the DIY store, and he'll just put them down and fucking give me a big invoice. Right? Yeah, laughing his way home. Yeah, that's what I thought. Fucking. So in the end, I was giving up. It was about four o'clock, and I'd given up to the degree that when Len suggested a game of afternoon risk, I went fine. Let's do it. And, you know, you'll know risk is a big commitment. I mean, it's a yeah. big fucking commitment. If you enter into a game of risk, that's like you're doing it till bedtime. You're maybe well, leaving uh, the board out and finishing yeah, it in the morning. I was going to say afternoon risk. That sounds very brief. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big commitment. Goes. But I was feeling yeah. I was just frustrated. I was like, what I'm going to have to do is play risk for a while. And then if he doesn't turn up by this evening, I'll have to commit to doing a mass mouse genocide. 
and mm-hmm. then going around the house with the foam and the wire wall and just blocking everything up. So I've yep. got all my equipment ready, but then, knock, knock. I answer oh. the door thinking here he is, and I was actually a bit ready to have the hunt with him because he was mm. much later than expected. But since I opened the door, I just thought to myself, no, this man is my new best friend. He stood on the doorstep. Now, do you remember in E.T. when Elliot is trying to hide E.T., but the government have found out about E.T.? Yeah. Someone's called the, hello, the government. Yeah. Not being funny, but there's a kid down our street, right, at number 30, and I'm pretty certain he's got a fucking alien in there. (laughs) Hidden in there. Alien cross. You want to fucking send someone round in one of those fucking biohazard suits cases the alien's got poison on him and that. I'll tell you what else I'm thinking, just as far as we've got so far with this story, and I'm also thinking future deep dive, the cat in the hat. Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) But, carry um, on. So he turns up and he's dressed in one of the outfits like out of E.T. Full Mm. fucking biohazard suit, right? Fantastic. Hood up. (laughs) Face mask. The irony is, my wife is like, re- I mean, as she should be, and we all should be, but she's particularly hot on people wearing masks if they come in, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, so we had like someone come around the other day to look at the roof, right? Because we've got a problem with the roof. And right. she was like, if they took it off for a second to do something, she'd be like, get a mask back on, right? <laughs> so I was thinking, this cunt better turn up with a mask on. Because if not, my good wife's going to fucking cause a scene. Fucking hell. Suited. He's turned up, right? She's upstairs. He's turned up. Mask, fucking hood, gloves, even, mate, those special mm. blue things you put over your feet when you're in the hospital. Do you know mm. what I mean? The blue plastic things you put over yeah, your feet. Yeah. Or if you're at a swimming bars watching your kid in a swimming yeah. contest and you have to go yeah. out but in your civilian clothes. He had Foot those covers, on too. Yeah. Yeah. He had a bag. He had all sorts of shit, right? It was like cross between ET and Ghostbusters. I've gone, hello, mate. And he goes, hello, Sam. I'm here to deal with your mouse problem. I was like, fucking hell, I like his accent too. He sounds exotic. He sounds like a this and that man. So I know, I know he's not going to be anal. Like, well, quite clearly you have a mouse infested. I thought I didn't want someone to be judgy. Do you know what I mean? Because let's yeah, be yeah. honest. We need, to, we need to analyze the cause of this problem. Yeah. And castigate you and scold you. Yes. Oh, dear. This has got out of hand. How can you live with this amount of mouse droppings? It's like, listen, <laughs> mate. Everyone's got mice. Even the fucking Queen's got mice in Buckingham Palace. So don't start fucking judging me. I've been to the dentist already this week and had the lecture about flossing. I don't need a fucking mouse lecture now. I just need you to get rid of the mice, right? I'm so excited by his outfit. I called upstairs to Anna to get to come and look. I went, oi. He's got his glut. He's got his mask on. She went good, and I went. It's not just that. You should come and look, but she wouldn't come and look. I wanted to come and look because I thought she's not going to believe how cool he is if if she doesn't see him. But she didn't want to, so I said, "All right, come through." So it was just me and Len as a welcoming committee with the risk board yeah. out. I saw him clock the risk board as if like pff, bit fucking ambitious in it. I'm about to fucking exterminate a load of mice. Don't you think you could have picked a better time for a game so, of risk, mate? Some of their pieces might get dislodged. <laughs> gonna get well, messy. it was, um, he laid all his gear out and he set about the investigation, which was thorough and took 45 minutes. I, t- I pointed him towards the original place where the evidence had been and he investigated that first. But then 
Oh, mate, he went into every possible access. The whole parameter of the house, anywhere where there was a wall that divided the outside to the inn, he would examine with a torch looking did, did for he, access points. Did he look at that point of, of contact, if you like, that point that you mm. showed him first, and then work backwards? Yeah, he did. It's almost like that. Oh. He did. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. The first things he got out of his bag of fucking equipment were two suction pads. He goes, I will begin, right? And I went, <laughs> right. And I thought, what's he going to get out? And I, I thought he was going to get out like a, a big net on the yeah. end of a stick, obviously, yeah. right? <laughs> or an old-fashioned broom, like the one that woman has in Tom and Jerry, right? In Tom and Jerry, I yeah. thought, where's your broom? Where's your net? This doesn't look very legit. <laughs> he got out two massive suction pads, right? And I thought, what the fuck's this? And he's just gone, wallop, on the skirting underneath the kitchen units, yeah. right? The skirting board that sort of elevates the cupboards from the floor. Yeah. Bang! Pulls them it straight off. out, right? Yeah. And then... Whole different world on there. I've never seen it. Not since the mm. kitchen was built six years ago. There's a whole fucking universe under there, mate. It was fascinating. Mm. And he's that was got where down mine was, yeah. It got down that's with his I, That's where I ended up, yeah. Under the kitchen cabinets, under there, yeah. yeah. Did you use suction pads? What, what, <clears throat> no, no. My, how did I get it off? <clears throat> I think I just pulled it off where a screwdriver got behind the edge and just pulled right. it off with the screw. Because there's clips, isn't it, that hold it into place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's and a couple of screws you had to deal with, but I mean... I said to him one point, I was saying funny things like, oh, it must be quite hard to get into those small gaps. I suppose, son. And I said at one point, it must be very hard to get some skirt off. You go to all sorts of different houses. And he just looked at me and he went, silence. And he went, mate, this is what we do every day. To us, this is just normal stuff. Every and house is like, the same. Oh, yes, I suppose so. <laughs> I did literally say, he goes, I said, how are you going to block the holes? And he went, 
with wire on this expanding farm. And I went, oh, yes, I have some of that. But it'll be very hard to get right underneath there. How do you do it? And again, he just laughed. He goes, my friend, I keep telling you, this is my everyday job. I do this job four years. Right? And I went, oh. So then like, after the examination, he sent me, because he was so mindful of social distancing, rather than show me the pictures that he'd taken on his phone, numerous pictures from all over the home, upstairs too, right? He um, sent them to me. Right, right, and um, and allowed me to look at them from a safe distance, and then talk me through what he was going to do. Right, and I said, <laughs> yeah. "Go, just do it, mate. You're here now. Do it. I'll pay the money." Right, um, but then when he started setting about the work, that was when I thought, "Okay, I need to. I've got this man here in my employ for the next hour, Journalist and I intend Santa to Orba. find out everything I can." <laughs> about domestic pet extermination and if i have time also commercial pest extermination right oh well he had a nightmare he got all his stuff he started laying it all out and you might have seen i posted the picture one of the most fascinating bits of kit he laid out was a massive jar of nutella now a lot of people pointed out that it wasn't off-brand nutella it wasn't lidl's own it was branded Mm. nutella there's a price sticker on it it was like it was a good price it was like £1.29 or something like that which wasn't bad but still I'm sure you could have got it for half that little but they're not fucking about these guys and they know that mice especially in an area like mine quite a snooty area yeah right the mice might be a bit like I only want branded stuff yeah right quite right so I said what are you doing and he goes I give you the full service here pasta grain and what was the other one phone Fold, right? And I said, okay, so he's got this, he's got a bag. They look like those shit bags you see see on the street that people leave their dog shit in. Little right. bags, yeah. right? And, uh, but in them, there's a load of grain in some, a load of sort of very small pasta in another. Mm. And, and then he also, the foam also has the pesticide in, right? Right. So sometimes they lick at the foam when they're oh, trying okay. to get through a hole. And it right. poisons them a small amount, and then they just do a runner. And I go to him, mate, when they die, when they eat this pest, this po- I kept calling it poison, and he kept a bit, looking a bit annoyed by that and, and correcting me and going, pesticide. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> po- I was like, yeah the poison, right? <laughs> Excuse me, mate, why don't you have a skull and crossbone on your bottle of poison? <laughs> Shouldn't you have it just as a warning so no one... And then he thinks it might be a drink and drinks it. <laughs> and he goes, listen, he says, you're done. I said, when you come back, because he's coming back in a week, right? When you come back, will you clear up the the, the dead mice or shall I clear them up in the meantime? And he went, don't worry about that. He goes, you see any dead mice? You call me. And I said, oh. well, I hope they will die. He goes, yeah, but they won't just eat the poison and die. They have a little bit. They think, that don't taste nice. Then they fuck off back to the sewer and they die down there. I'm like, <laughs> fucking brilliant, mate. This is music to my ears. <laughs> I'm living rent free inside their heads. <laughs> right. So I said, that's really good. Then he put a bait trap outside by the main entry point, which was by the drain, right? Right. And that is a box. And I don't know if you're familiar with the old bait trap, but they run in. It's just mouse size, so it stops any other cunt like Nelson eating yeah. the poison. 
I did say, what if Nelson discovers a dead mouse and tries to eat its corpse, which is bloated with poison? Mm. And he said, I thought he was going to say, don't worry about that. It never happened. But he go, without commenting when I said that, he just go, take this. And he puts his hand in his pocket, <laughs> hands me. I'm not joking, right? A bottle of pills. And I go, <laughs> what's this? And he goes, the antidote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the best bit. And and I don't say that lightly because the whole experience was amazing. But the best bit was when he casually handed me a brown glass bottle of pills and told me it was the antidote to the poison. He goes, you see your cat? No, my cat was there watching the whole thing, like yeah. staring and looking a bit ashamed, rightly so, because he should have dealt with the whole situation. Yeah. And the cat's looking... <laughs> And the, the the John the Mouse, as I call him, he, he points at Nelson and goes, you see him acting funny? You see him like he's been sniffing around a dead mouse? You just suspect something's wrong. You give him one of these, he'd be fine. Right? And I go, but how will I know if he's eating a poisoned mouse? And he goes, what? Then he said, this is the most this and that thing. He said, he goes, my friend, you never know. These mice, you don't know where they go and what they do when you're not seeing them. Anything could happen. (laughs) At this point, Lenny left the room because he was quite upset. He thought that Nelson was going to get poisoned. But I've looked it up and it is very rare. Plus, these mice, if they're only operating inside cupboards where Nelson has has no um, access access to them. Yeah, they're not going to frolic around where Nelson is, are they? Exactly. But the the interesting thing is is that I do have these antidote pills. Mm. But I tell you something else as well. When he went to leave, I went, thanks for the antidote. And he went, oh, yeah, just take a few. And I went, what? This was like a largish glass bottle filled with pills. (laughs) And I went, take what? And he went, just take a few. You don't need them all. And I went, what, you mean pour some out? And he went, yeah. (laughs) So I had to pour a few pills out into my hand and then give him the fucking bottle back. That's really emasculating, isn't it? He put it back in his pocket. He goes, I give a few of these to all of my clients, you see. (laughs) So I kept that. I've kept them in a little dish. I've got a little yeah. antidote dish next downstairs that's covered because I don't want Nelson <laughs> eating a load of antidote for no reason. Not till he needs it. Sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Binging on antidote <laughs> in advance. I'll ruin but, Christmas. But when, when then he started to like sort of, you know, he started laying down. He, he got these these bags full of like all the different poisons, and then he just smeared. Nutella on each of them, which was disgusting. And he's just going, they love this. And then he was putting it around certain strategic places. And I think that he wasn't used to any of his clients taking such interest in his work because I followed him around and I was even getting down on my knees to look where he was doing. And he's going, it's okay, my friend. It's no problem. I said, it's not that, mate. I said, I'm just very interested in your work. (laughs) Oh, oh, are you, pal? Britain's top journalist or something? Yeah. Why are you you snooping about, you busy cunt? (laughs) Get back to your game of risk with your little boy. <laughs> I take care of this for you. Go on. You go back world. to your board game beeping to me. And I go, I'm like, no, mate, I want to know everything. So I go, right, talk me through what other pests you deal with. Mm. And he goes, any pests. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but, <laughs> but what, what sort? And it, like, what are the main, most common ones? He goes, mice. Rat, cockroaches. So I said, ah, <laughs> let me stop you there. Cockroaches. How do you stop a cockroach? He goes, easy. 
And like, it's not easy. They're actually known to be the only creatures that survive a nuclear holocaust. And he went, ha, 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 that's not a problem. It's easy to kill a cockroach. And I go, how do you do it? And he goes, hmm, gel. And he didn't <laughs> actually get... He didn't, he didn't really go much further than that. And then he goes... He didn't elaborate. And before I could ask him to, he goes, the real problems are bed bugs. And I go, really? And he goes, bed bugs are the hardest pest for us to combat. Right? And I go, what actually are they? He goes, they live in your mattress. And at night, when you sleep, they come out and they feast on your body. Mm. And I was like, fucking hell, this is the sort of shit I thought was from Dickensian times. He goes, no, very common everywhere. We deal with them every day. He goes, they're very hard to destroy because they're so small. And Mm. I said, well, why don't people just throw away their mattresses? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they just buy a new one? My friend Andrew bought one of those ones that Premier Inn have. (laughs) (laughs) It's only £400. (laughs) Not all of us can be podcasters, you know. (laughs) (laughs) With expensive mattress habits. I go to John Lewis and get a special pillow that forms to the outline of my head and neck. I find it's the best place to get advice before you buy. <laughs> yeah, that's nice for you, maybe. But this city is full of all, do- all sorts of different people, you know. <laughs> he did sort of say that to me. He goes, some people, they have to buy second-hand furniture and uh, mattress, and that's where the bugs come from. He goes, you get them out of the mattress, they go hide in your furniture. The wood, Whoa. anywhere, right? And they're fucking hard to get rid of. So, mainly, he said they use gas to get rid of them. Gas on the bed bugs. Right, gel on and the cockroaches, gas on goes, the bed bugs. Okay. But it's difficult. And I said, oh, yes, I suppose that it's quite difficult for humans to be in that space afterwards. He goes, four or five hours, you clear away, no problem. But you must leave your house for five hours. And I was like, all right, mate, I haven't fucking got bed bugs. I'm just asking you out of journalistic inquisitiveness, right? But then I go, right, good. What what else? What next? What should we get on to next? Ants. I go, tell me about ants. And he goes, what? This is, he's on the floor looking at, and by this stage I can tell, I think I texted you at this point because I could tell he was getting annoyed with my questions, but I could (laughs) not stop, right? I thought, I've only got him here for a certain amount of time. I can't, have him leave and then my head just be full of loads more questions, questions about the life yeah. of a of a pest man, right? Exactly. So I go, tell me about ants because I've been on holiday in, in a villa once in Spain that had a mass ant infestation and mm. I was unable to cope with it. Tell me about ants. And he goes, the, the normal black garden ant, not a problem. You find the nest, you find the queen, you pour the special powder on the nest. The queen die. They all Kill die. The they go. Right? Kill the queen. No problem. He goes, the real problem, the feral ant. And I went, what? What is a feral ant? He goes, they're orange, tiny, just two millimetres long. You can barely see them. And I went, fuck. Would you say they were imperceptible to the human eye? And he went, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, they're very fucking small. <laughs> <laughs> you start to test my patience now, cunt. Fucking hell, man. I got no jump to do here. <laughs> he said, they're so small, these cunts, right? They can get in your cupboards and everything, and they burrow their way into your food, right? i tell you one thing. This has made me go, I'm going to go big on buying Tupperware and tins to stock all of my dry goods in, right? 
Yeah. Because if you've got anything in a fucking bag or anything, these cunts will get in there. And unlike if a mouse gets in there, you can sort of spot it. These cunts can get in there through the bag and you won't notice. And they're just there living inside your, and what do they your do? self-raising flower or your what rice. What do they do when they're in there? Fucking feast on it. Fuck. How right? does that hurt us, though? Well, because you're eating the cunt when you fucking have your... Well, when you go and have a, what, what happens when I've eaten it, then? Does it start living inside pr- me like a probably, tapeworm? Probably lay eggs inside of you. Okay. And then, best case scenario, you start to develop ant powers, right? Yeah, well, I'm Which still not seeing the strong. negative side to any of this. Yeah. Um, but worst case scenario is you just... You become an ant, and your kids yeah. no longer recognise you. And you're like, children, it's me, it's Andy, your father. I'm just simply I'm trapped. In- <laughs> I have mutated into an ant. Yeah. Am, I, am I a human-sized ant, or do I shrink down to the size of this cunt that I've eaten? I think you're a human-sized ant, which makes well, you more right terrifying. It'll, be, it'll mix things up a bit, wouldn't it? You know, It's been a hard year for all of us. Yeah, maybe. I'm not saying I'm against it. It'd be interesting if you were out on the dating scene as a as a human sized <laughs> ant in the pubs and bars of Sunderland, <laughs> wearing a bow tie and a. Fucking... Why, I misses you. Ever been with an ant before, like? And <laughs> a prejudice against ants, are you? <laughs> Come on, it's twenty twenty one, man. We all need a bit of love. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. So these ants, they uh, they. They basically, um, and he goes, they're really hard to get rid of because they're so tiny, they get into the tiniest crevices. And at one point, I angered him again because I went, yeah, and I'm just trying to sort of sympathise with him and his work. And I said, yeah, I mean, an ant that small, it could get into the tiniest crevice. And I suppose, because he had been telling me how the key to get rid of any vermin is not just killing the ones who are active. It's just knowing exactly how to stop them ever getting back in again, right? Yeah. So that's what his work really is, right? And um, he goes, but with them, I said, oh, God, that's that must be the tricky bit. I said, you can't block all those crevices that are so small that a one millimetre ant could get through it. And he goes, it's not possible. And I go, I know, that's just what I said. He goes, I mean, you're crazy. It just can't be done. And I go, yeah, he goes, crevices? I mean, crevices as thin as a hair? It cannot be done. You cannot stop it like that. And I go, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying, mate. I'm trying to agree with you. Do not, and then I thought, do not even attempt it. It will drive you insane. <laughs> I thought he's had a load of shit from cunts who've gone, why are the ants back in my home? He goes, I tell you now, look at my phone. He showed it to me. Three people just today saying their feral ants are back, right? (laughs) And it's obviously the bane of his life is feral ant situations. But I said, so what hope have you got? He goes, think about those ants. Don't even bother looking for the queen. You never fucking find them. And I really goes, yeah, because they're so small. And also they're fucking smarter than the garden ant. They know how to hide. So I said, so what do you do then? He goes, easy. You give small bits of poison in the food of the of the ant. Not enough to kill them on the spot. They take the food back to the queen. They give it yeah, to the queen. Kill the queen. Po- and he goes, they poison their own queen and kill her. Bang. Goodbye. <laughs> fucking amazing. Whoa. And I went, I got, mate, that is a fucking really good system. He goes, I know, right? <laughs> I'm doing that accent because he, he, I didn't know where he's from and it was only once I'd sort of warmed him up after an hour of chat I felt able to say where are you from without sounding mm. as if I might be a racist right was it Albania you know, right where the <laughs> fuck are you from son right yeah. what didn't they have any English fucking mouse catchers <laughs> what kind of voice is that you got 
Yeah. Oh, no one told me about this when I rang out on the phone. I thought it was going to be a brick catching me mice. This really, <laughs> we really have sunk to a new low. Right. But one thing we too soon. I'd, 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 I'd sort of assured him that I wasn't a racist and that I was a good man who simply had a deep yeah. interest in pest control. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I won't go into detail, but I did in the end have time to get onto commercial work, which I moved right. to once we got through the answer. I went, what about commercial work? And he went, what? And I said, you get much commercial work? He goes, very hard to get the contracts. You'll need to know who to know, right? <laughs> so then I started talking to him a lot about how to get council contracts, but apparently that's a nightmare because the councils want you to do it for the lowest possible price. Mm. And to do it for the price that they're asking you to do it at, you simply wouldn't be able to do the job to the correct standard. Yeah. You know? And so he said enough. that's and he said he's not he doesn't want to he doesn't want to compromise his standards. He's, yeah, he's got his professional pride to think about. Yeah. yeah. I mean he takes pest control fucking seriously. This is not just him like making a bit of walking around money until he gets on something no, else. This is, this is he's, science. He's doing a course about social mm. how to market his um pest control company better online. Right? Good. Good via social media. So he's in it for the long haul. And I've t- I told him, I said I'll do whatever you need to help you, right? I got into that level of conversation <laughs> with him. I think I can. Right, he went to me because I said something like, you, you need a licence. Because he told me he had a pesticide that had more active ingredients, so it was better than anything. Because I told him I bought some... Po- I bought some poison from the DIY shop. And he went, ah, yeah, the shop bought stuff is okay, but it's not like this. This is professional stuff. You can't get this in the shop. And I said, what's better about it? And he went... He goes, it's because uh, you get them in these blocks. That's what you put in the rat trap, right? Yeah. The mouse box. And he, he goes, the, he goes, it, it's got more active ingredient in it. And I said, it looks like one of those soaps you have in a urinal. And I said, <laughs> urinal kick. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. And I said, but that looks like the one I got. And he went, yeah, but there's more active ingredient. And I said, <laughs> can you? Not, where do you get it? He goes, I, I get it's just for people who are professional. I said, do you need a license? And he went, <laughs> what? And he went, I said, do you need a licence to be a professional pest control man? And he went, of course. And I thought, oh, that's a bit insulting. But I just wanted to check. Because, uh, yeah. you know, I wasn't going to judge him if he didn't have a licence. I'm just like, look, mate, kill the mice. I don't care what your qualifications yeah. are if you're prepared to do it. But he's going, yes, of course. And that is how I get the better poison. So I'm like, fine. It's probably a government department issues it to people who've got certificates. Yeah. Um, so, Good. and then he told me that, like, yeah, the council stuff, too hard to get those contracts. Um, I can't remember what I was going to tell you at the end, but anyway, in the end, he laid all the poison out. Once he left, I had to do a full clear-up because I wanted to leave the scene with the evidence in place, like not all the mouse droppings, but some evidence. And then after he went, I had to do a full clean-up and it was my Saturday night and everyone else went upstairs and I put on my mask, my gloves. Every- I didn't have a hazmat suit, unfortunately, but I cobbled yeah. together the best. All right, I'll admit it. I dressed shower up curtain. as the man. <laughs> I dressed up as the man because I was so taken with him. A shower curtain and a shower cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. And I had the Dyson in one hand, right? I had the <laughs> yeah. mop with a bucket of bleach in the other. Mm. And it t- I, thought, I thought it started, and it was one of those jobs that I thought was going to take 10 minutes. But the more you did, the more you discovered and it took me about an hour and a half, and I was retching through some of it. And oh, I didn't fuck. finish till like about seven o'clock. And that was my Saturday night cleaning up mouse shit. Jesus, but he's coming and throwing back, shit away. 
But it turns out that he was um, of Romanian descent, but he'd left Romania at nine, moved to Spain, lived in Spain, and then four years ago decided to come to London to be a pest control To clean up the mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's done a good job. I've seen no mice activity in the night, and he'll be back in a week, at which point I will offer updates probably on Twitter. Well, I think if we need to do a second emergency podcast, I'm happy with that, because this has been very enlightening. Yeah, um, I've learned a lot, and hopefully our listeners yeah. have too. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to give him a name check, or do you want to wait until he's finished the job, and then you know we can when you can fully endorse him? Well, I I've been calling him Johnny the Mouse because he comes up as Johnny on my yeah. um <laughs> on my phone, and I can't. You know, okay. when you Google a company and then you ring the yeah. number, but then after that, you just don't know what the company are called. Yeah. Um, but his name is Johnny Floria. Um, okay. Oh, and he's called. And the company is called Huntsman Pest Control. Huntsman, Huntsman. Pest Control. <laughs> Very reasonably priced. And I'm covered, as part of the price, mate, I am covered for six months. If there is Fantastic. any sign of mice between now and June, he comes back for free for and cleans up. I give you a six-month Huntsman guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <clears throat> right, well... I'm- I'm uh, I'm glad we've done this, and uh, we'll try and get an update out uh, yeah. in a week's time between yeah, Christmas and back, New Year. He's back on the thir- He's actually back on the thirtieth. All right, so okay. Keep, um, but if I discover any mice activity, mm. corpses, or I have to, and uh, you know, I hope I don't have to give Nelson yeah. any antidote. But if I do, <laughs> I will of course update everyone uh, on course. Twitter. Of course. Yeah, I mean, we're back on the 4th of January with the regular episode, so I think that'll be a great way to to see in the new year, I think, after the yeah. Christmas break with an update Mouse from update. Johnny the Huntsman. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, Sam, and thanks for listening, okay. everyone. And have a very, very Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. Listen to this ACAST show ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.